Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, the Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. Jerry is not with me today. He actually went to the game. So uh, my condolences to Jerry for having to go all the way uptown, sit outside in that uh, beautiful weather. Honestly, best thing about today was the weather. Um, but watch this just piss poor performance from our team. Panthers lose this one 24 to 6 to the Patriots. And I didn't think that things could get any worse for how I feel about this team after that 25-3 loss to the Giants. But this one doesn't feel good. Um, if you needed any more proof that Sam Darnold is not the guy, you got it today. He looked terrible. Obviously, the game plan today, if you want to call it that, because offensively, I don't know what they were trying to do. It seemed like they wanted to kind of repeat the same thing they did last week with no changes. Um, great great idea against Bill Belichick, by the way, is just to do exactly what you did the previous week, uh, which was run the ball and don't let Sam Darnold do anything. Uh, normally not a bad solution because Sam Darnold, when he tries to do anything, seems to mess up terribly. Um, but against a team like the Patriots, against that defense and a coach that's seen everything and knows how to stop everything, you have to try something different. You have to try something, right? And they run the ball on the first down, run the ball on second down, throw the ball on third down. Uh, throw the ball on first down for three yards, run the ball on second down. Then you're forced again to throw the ball on third down. It's probably every third down they seem to have to throw the ball because the first two plays that they did didn't produce enough yards, if any. Um, not going to work. Not going to work against a team like the Patriots. They're well coached. I mean, again, we see week after week these coaches coming in and out-coaching the Panthers. You know, the Panthers start out 3-0 this season. We were all feeling pretty good. But when we look back on it against those teams, you know, a rookie head coach uh, in Sala, a team that was missing half its coaching staff and, you know, key players in the Saints, and then another rookie head coach in the Texans uh, with a backup quarterback starting, that 3-0 was a mirage. <clears throat> and since then we're one and five. So this is the team now. This is what the Panthers are. And it's depressing. It really is. Uh, I hoped that Matt Rule would be the guy. A lot of hype coming in nationally, very well respected. A lot of teams wanted him. Um, and there was some promise last year, even though the Panthers you know, went five and 11. There was promise towards the end of the season. You could see things kind of coming together. Obviously, the offense last year worked pretty well uh, for most for the most part. I mean, they they did some things. Teddy Bridgewater wasn't awful uh, and melted down in the fourth quarter a lot. Didn't wasn't able to win games for the Panthers, but you thought you could see the seeds, right? You could see something coming together. And this year, it's all falling apart. Um, I don't know if the players just aren't buying in to what Matt Rule is selling. 
Joe Brady has zero creativity in his bones. There is nothing that he does that inspires any sort of, you know, love from the fan base or excitement or, you know, just enjoyment, I guess, of even watching the games. There's nothing there. He, he nothing fun. The, the the team is not fun to watch. The defense is good. The defense is not the problem. You know the Panthers' defense in this game. They only gave up what three points in the second half. I mean there was the interception return for the touchdown. Uh, not on the defense, obviously, and then the the field goal. That's it in the in the whole second half. And they, by the way, the, the Patriots had the ball a lot in the second half because Sam Donald kept turning the ball over. But defense not the problem here. Lots of playmakers on defense. Obviously, they've spent a lot of capital, draft capital, uh, on the defense to build it up. The offense just, they, they tried it with Darnold. We can't say it enough. Darnold, not, not the guy that, obviously, they hoped he was going to be. Um, today, 16 for 33, 172 yards, three interceptions. You know, not going to kill him for the amount of times he had to throw the ball because, again, they got down and they tried to do, they tried to run the ball. Patriots were ready for it and they had nothing. They 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 couldn't figure out what to do. The, this this uh, offensive coaching staff for the Panthers, they could not figure out how to counteract what the Patriots were doing on defense. Panthers go up 3-0 early, just like in the Giants game. Uh, you know, early. It was in the second second quarter. But they got the first points on the board. And from then on, it seemed like it was all Patriots. I mean, you know, 14-6 at halftime, 24-6 at the end of the third quarter. Because, of course, the Panthers can't do anything in any third quarter. And that's it. It's the ball game. Two quarters. We're, the only scoring in this game came in two quarters, the second and third quarter. And the Panthers outscored 24-6, and that's it. That's your ball game. Um, so my condolences again to anybody that actually went to this game. I know, you know, at the beginning of the season, well, preseason, I guess, this was the game we all circled. This was the Cam Newton revenge game. Um, I guess then we hoped it was going to be the Stephon Gilmore revenge game. Stephon Gilmore had a nice interception in this game. Didn't play a ton. I didn't see him out there a lot. Uh Curious to again to see the snap counts this week with him and McCaffrey. McCaffrey with 18 touches in this game in his first game back. Now it's not 30 touches, so that's progress. He was out there in the fourth quarter, got smacked hard, and thank God they got smart and took him out. I mean, he was out there, what, midway through the fourth quarter when this game was over, and he shouldn't have been out there. He got hit hard in the, in the helmet. Glad they took him out, uh, but he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. Don't know why they left Sam in. Why did they leave Sam Darnold in? After the third interception, especially, he played the whole game. P.J. was nowhere to be seen. After P.J., by the way, took all the starting reps in practice this week. P.J. was more prepared to play this game than Sam Darnold was, yet they didn't bring out P.J. at all. I was hoping maybe in the second half. Third quarter, they bring out P.J. Sam, obviously ineffective in the first half. Um, I took uh, a screenshot of the box score at halftime. Sam Darnold, 5 of 12, 32 yards at halftime. Offense, doing nothing at halftime. 
Uh, offense had 65 yards at halftime to 209 for the Patriots. 65 total yards at halftime for the Panthers. They left Sam in. Why? That's that's what I'm hoping. Jonathan Alexander, Joe Person, David Newton, all you guys, you know, um, the new guy for the Observer. Anybody that's doing this press conference, ask Matt Rule. What are you thinking, man? What was the game plan today, number one, offensively? Number two, why did you leave Sam in there at half, after halftime when he's obviously ineffective? These are things I need to know. These are things that you des- the fan base deserves to know. And you should be held accountable, Matt Rule, for how this game and the whole season really has gone so far. This is not what we were we were told. This is not what we were promised. This is not what we expected. It's it's not fun. It's not fun to be a Panthers fan right now. There's nothing to root for. We beat a bad Atlanta team last week. Big whoop. Who cares? They suck. They're they're not a good team. Better than us. Except in that game, but they're not a good team. All right. Uh key plays in this game. I got a couple of them. Third one is uh, debatable, but uh, we will say uh, first key play here, actually a positive one for the Panthers, uh, third and four in the first quarter, Matt Jones sacked uh, by Brian Burns, sack fumble, Burns got the ball, uh, recovered it, Burns injured on the play, but was able to come back after that one, Burns injured again later in the game, uh, so I kind of have to keep an eye on that, see what his status is going to be for next week, but... Uh, beautiful play by Burns. Burns was all over the place in this game, even after he got hurt that first time. He had a really nice game. Um, Frankie Louvu with the recovery, by the way. Frankie Louvu, the only Jets player on this pan- former Jets player on this Panthers team who's worth a damn. Robbie Anderson, also done with you. Uh, I'm ready to just jettison every former Jets player that's on this roster outside of Frankie Louvu. Maybe even throw in these Temple players as well, except for Hassan Reddick. It was awesome, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, why why are we raiding the Jets of all teams for players? I, that one I don't understand either. Second key play here, um, you know, from from now on they're all negative. Sam Darnold short short pass. All right, we're in the red zone. Okay, we're at the twenty yard line. Third quarter, Pat's up fourteen six. Still a one score game. Uh, Sam Darnold rolls out. Throws a pass right over the head of the intended receiver. Picked off by Jackson for the uh, Patriots. 88 yards. Touchdown. Game over at that point. Game over. Nothing else the Panthers would do the rest of the game. Positively. That's it. Uh, last play. I mean, you can choose. Uh, we can go with the interception in the end zone that Sam threw. We can go with the interception... Uh, that he tried to get to Robbie Anderson that was picked off by Jamie Collins, which, by the way, hell of a catch by Jamie Collins. Oh, my God. He he knew exactly what Sam was going to do. Snagged it right out of the air. I mean, one of the best interceptions I've seen uh, from a guy playing that position. That was really nice. Uh, maybe standing, what, six feet away from Sam Darnold, just snags it right out of the air. Beautiful play by Jamie Collins. Um, but, you know, second interception for Sam Donald at that point, and then he throws another one in the end zone. 
uh, pass intended for DJ Moore, I believe. And uh, that's it. That's your ball game. So Robbie Anderson got got up in Sam's face, I guess, and on the sideline, or was fussing at him. Robbie, you don't have any room to talk, man. You've been dropping passes all season. I watched you today, not blocking, uh, jogging down the field. When Sam's in trouble, rolling out or something, you're not coming back to get the ball. What are you doing out there, man? You got paid. Play like you deserved it. You've been, sh- you know, shitty all season long. You've been terrible. You are part of the problem. You are not part of the solution. What's going to happen next week? I don't know. Are, the, uh, are we going to PJ next week? Does that give anybody confidence? Anybody excited about that out there? I'm not. PJ sucks too. Definitely don't want to see Sam out there again. I don't know. I I I have, I have no words. Like <laughs> it's <laughs> What can you do? You know? I didn't expect the Panthers to have a winning season when we did our preseason prediction show. I think I picked them to go seven and ten or eight and nine. Um, but I was hoping that this first half of the season, which played out very favorably for the Panthers schedule wise, would look good, and that that they would hang tough in games on the second half of the season when the schedule gets much tougher. But they have crapped the bed here in the first half of the season. And now they've got the second half of the season coming up to schedule with teams that are are much tougher than what they've gotten so far. I mean, are the Panthers going to win six games this season? I don't know. What would they be six and eleven? I guess five and twelve. The seventeen games kind of screws with me, but. Uh, yeah, I don't know what to expect, <clears throat> but let's uh, let's go down the list of uh, some statistics here and kind of see what these guys look like. I mean, Sam, obviously, we talked about 16 to 33, 172 yards, uh, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. It it didn't even look that good. Like those stats sound better than what he looked like. He got a lot of yardage on the last couple of drives and uh, garbage time where the Patriots were just sitting back and prevent. Um, finally started throwing the ball to McCaffrey in the second half. Where was that in the first half? You've got you've got your biggest receiving weapon back, you know, outside of DJ Moore. But DJ Moore hasn't been effective the last few games. You've got McCaffrey back, who changes the way a defense has to play when he's out there catching passes. It does open up things for those receivers. But you're not even involving him in the receiving game until the very end of the game, it seemed like. McCaffrey, 14 rushes for 52 yards, 4 receptions for 54 yards. So he comes back, 18 touches, passes 100 total yards, looked explosive, looked good. Uh, Only had, you know, a 10-yard run uh, was his biggest play. In the running game, he had a 21-yard reception. Um, But... Again, you know, feels like he's back. He's came out of the game healthy, thank goodness. Yeah, it seems. You know, we'll see. 
But um, DJ Moore, two rushes for 14 yards. DJ Moore was our second leading rusher in this game. Okay. That, that tells you. With 14 yards, if that tells you how the game went. Uh, Sam Darnold, three for nine. Chuba, three for three. Amir, one for zero. Chuba not involved in the running game at all. Chuba did have one nice reception, one for 33 on two targets. Uh, so Chuba with four touches in the game that McCaffrey comes back. Thought that we were going to keep rotating these guys. Okay. Didn't happen. Other running backs, you know, McCaffrey with 14 carries. All other running backs, a total of four carries. Okay. Uh, looking at the receptions, McCaffrey again, 454. Chuba, one for 33. DJ, three for 32 on seven targets. Amir Abdullah, four for 30. At least Amir was involved in the receiving game a little bit more. Um, Ian Thomas, one for nine. Willie Sneed got in the game at the end of the game, one for six. Trimble, one for six. Robbie Anderson, one for two on three targets. Terrace Marshall, one target on a terribly designed play on a third down early in the game. And you knew right then that they were not going to give Sam any opportunity to throw the ball past the line of scrimmage, pretty much. More than five yards past the line of scrimmage. And the Patriots knew that all day long. And that's why the Panthers couldn't do anything on offense. There was no creativity in this game plan. It was as vanilla as it gets. And if that's what you have to do for Sam, Sam shouldn't be out there. Call up Cam Newton. Put in P.J. Walker. Give, give me something else to look at. Cam Newton's not coming back. We all know that. But he would at least give you something to look forward to watching every week. Sam Darnold gives you nothing. This offense gives you nothing. Oh, man. Um, <clears throat> Jeremy Chen led, led the team in tackles with 11. Shaq Thompson had 10. A couple of sacks in this game. One from Burns, which we talked about earlier. Uh, Reddick also had another sack. Reddick is just a sack machine. Really proving that that year last year he had was not a fluke. Uh, he is the real deal. Um, Jermaine Carter, six tackles. I mean, nobody else really stood out. You had Gilmore with the interception. Secondary, you know, was okay. I mean, the defense was good in this game. Only gave up, what, 17 points? And this is a team, the Patriots, that has scored a decent, excuse me, a decent amount of points over the last few games um, when it wasn't, you know, a torrential downpour. So, I mean, you're looking at their, you know, 25 points, 29 points, 54 points, 27 points. So that it's a defense or an offense that can score. Looking at the Patriots, Mac Jones, 12 of 18, 139, a touchdown and an interception. They, you know, they probably played the game that the Panthers wanted to play and couldn't. They didn't let Mac Jones do anything that would lose them the game. He did have the interception to Gilmore. Uh, looked like there it was a pick play. The receiver fell down. Gilmore ran the route essentially, and I, I, don't, I don't know why Gilmore wasn't out there more if he's still not fully healthy, um, but 
he's making plays when he is out there. So I'm hoping that he continues to stay healthy or get healthier or, you know, get more familiar with the defense, whatever, whatever needs to happen for him to be on the field more, that needs to happen. The running game was really where the, uh, where the running backs, I should say, not necessarily the running game, but the running backs were unstoppable. Uh, Panthers had no answer for them. Um, Stevenson, 10 carries, 62 yards. Brandon Bolden, eight carries, 54 yards. You know, those guys had huge averages. Uh, and Longs of only 16 and 13, so it's not like they broke off a huge one to skew their numbers. They ran the ball really well. Damian Harris ran the ball like crap, 15 for 30, but he did get a touchdown. But then in the receiving game, Stevenson, two for 44. Brandon Bolden, two for 27. You know, and those were meaningful catches that they had. Uh, Kendrick Bourne, 3 for 34. Hunter Henry, 2 for 19. Jacoby Myers, 1 for 8. Johnny Smith, 1 for 4. Damian Harris, 1 for 3. You know, receiving-wise, it was tight ends and running backs. The uh, wide receivers for New England didn't do much either. So neither wide receiver core in this game had much going on. It was running backs, uh, especially for New England, doing all the damage offensively in this game. And uh, again... You know, looking at uh, their defensive numbers, Adrian Phillips with six tackles leads the team. They had one sack on Matthew Judon, kind of caught Sam. But uh, only three quarterback hits, too. Panthers only had two quarterback hits, both of them on the sacks. So neither team really getting to the quarterback. But I have a theory that the Patriots, you know, they didn't really have much incentive to sack Sam Donald because he does more for them by actually throwing the ball. They were able to score points from with Sam Darnold throwing the ball, and the Panthers weren't. So why would you sack him? Let him just put a little bit of pressure on him, let him throw the ball. Uh, again, two interceptions for Jackson. Uh, Jamie Collins had the really nice interception. Uh, just kicking the ball, Zane Gonzalez, you know, two for two, all, all the points again this week for Zane Gonzalez. Um, Nick Folk was one for two, missed a 50-plus yarder. Um, punning, I mean, Lachlan Edwards again had a nice game. Uh, had a long of 59, averaged 51.3 on his four punts. I think Charlton's days are numbered as a Panther. Um, so just kind of looking at the team stats here, uh, again, I mean, we kind of talked about the first half stats, but they don't get much better in the second half. For the Panthers, 3-for-11 on third down for the game for the Panthers. Uh, Patriots went 6-for-14. Again, the Panthers stepped up in the second half defensively. The Patriots had nothing going on offensively in the second half. If the Panthers could have come out offensively in the second half and done anything, this is a ball game, and it's fun to watch, and it's interesting. Ten penalties for the Panthers in this game for 83 yards. Uh, six for 35 for the Patriots. A lot of penalties in this game. A couple of penalties that were very questionable on the Panthers. That pass interference on Deshaun Jackson I thought was pretty pretty questionable. Um, there was a late hit out of bounds on DJ Moore that was not called. I thought should have been called. Um, there was a, a hold on a kickoff, I think. or There was a hold somewhere that was pretty big that should have been called. So there was, they missed a few out there, but still, 16 total penalties in this game is a lot. Uh, and it wasn't, again, wasn't a lot of fun to watch. 240, yeah, 273 total yards for the Patriots to 240 for the Panthers. Again, 
A lot of that in garbage time that seems closer than it really was if you watch the game. I'm, you know, you guys all watched the game. We all saw what we saw. Um, so 0 for 2 in the red zone for the Panthers. This is the pan. This is the Matt Rule coach Panthers. They can't score in the red zone. Maybe what Teddy said what, that they didn't practice red zone. Maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe Matt Rule, Joe Brady don't know what to do in the red zone. Something has to change. We've now seen this pretty much six weeks in a row. We've got one win in there against Atlanta. Again, a team that's not very good. And it wasn't a super convincing win. I don't know, guys. Um, Heroes and zeros. I mean, hero of the game, I'm just going to give it to Burns because... He didn't stop playing in the fourth quarter. He's still out there making plays, hitting hard. Um, unfortunately, got hurt again, but hoping that he's okay. But, yeah, he's going to get the the hero of the game for me. Zero of the game, I mean, take your pick, you know. Sam is the obvious one. Robbie Anderson, again, pretty obvious one. Joe Brady, Matt Rule. I mean, I think those are, you know, we're going to do a Mount Rushmore of zeros, and that's it. Uh, In terms of our, I don't even remember what our predictions or our beer bet was. Um, I think our beer bet was whether the Panthers would win in this game. Jerry chose the Patriots, uh, and I know his prediction was the Patriots won by at least, I think it was maybe a touchdown or two, so he definitely got that one. I had the Panthers winning. Uh, I think I had the Panthers winning 24-23 or something. So, yeah, uh, Jerry wins that. But, yeah, I mean, where do we go from here? I think it's going to be interesting to see this week if they bring in another quarterback. Um, who is there? We talked about our in our quarterback uh, show a couple of weeks, or, or last week, we talked about all the free agents that are out there, the guys on practice squads. There's only one that would make a difference, and they're not going to bring him in, Cam. So I don't know what they do. I think we're just SOL for the rest of the season. We're just going to have to watch this train wreck week after week and hope that Christian McCaffrey stays healthy so something fun is on the field. Willie Sneed, I mean, maybe he can do something. I don't know. I don't know. It's depressing. Why do we watch? Why would you want to pay to go to a game? I don't... I have no interest in going to a game. I really don't. Uh, Just looking at the NFC South here. Let's see. uh, Atlanta hung on to beat New Orleans. They almost blew that game. They were up, what, 17-3 going into the fourth quarter. and uh, Trevor Simeon and... Taysom Hill almost brought him back, but uh, Atlanta holds on to win. So Panthers, once again, in the basement of the NFC South. Bucks are off this week. So a lot of strange games this week. Uh, Cincinnati got whooped again. So now they've fallen to, what, 5-4? and 5-4 four? and four now. So they started off pretty hot. Cincinnati's coming back to earth a little bit. Cleveland 41-16 in that one. Um, what was the other one? The Dallas game was kind of weird. Uh, just looking for it here. 
30 to 16. Denver beats Dallas. Teddy. Teddy leads the mighty Denver Broncos past Dallas. So Denver now 5 and 4, Dallas falls to 6 and 2. That was a, an interesting one. Didn't expect to see that. Um so yeah, a little bit. Oh, also, Jacksonville beats Buffalo nine to six. Where did that one come from? Buffalo, this high-powered offense, getting shut down by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, are is Jacksonville two and O's? No, two and one, I guess. Since uh, Urban Meyer gate, you know, maybe they needed that. I don't know. <laughs> That's kind of weird. Um, the Giants beat Las Vegas. Kind of a weird week. Like, doesn't make me feel any better about the Panthers losing but again like last week was a weird week and this week is a weird week so I don't know I don't know what to tell you guys like it's not fun to be a Panthers fan right now there's nothing to root for what are we excited about every week watching the defense you know if they're going to be on the field so much I think it was like 34 minutes of possession for the Patriots or something um they're going to end up getting worn down and if they're if they're getting the ball, the opposing offenses are getting the ball in decent field position, which they did to start this game a lot. They were starting around midfield every possession. It seemed like the defense isn't going to be able to hold that every time. We have to be realistic. The best defense in the history of the game is going to give up points in that scenario. So I don't know. I don't know what we uh, what we do, but uh, we'll be back on sometime this week. Uh, to talk preview for the next game. Um, hopefully the Panthers maybe make a move or two and bring in some competition for Sam or we hear something about Sam being benched for next week. I doubt it. I have a feeling he'll be out there throwing interceptions again next week. But we'll see. Um, please like and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, check out Apple Podcasts for the show. Um, leave a comment, uh, meowmix mailbag, no, mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com is the email address. Hit us up on Twitter at meowmixpodcast and everything else. You guys know where to find us by now. Um, until then, stay safe out there and keep pounding.